This is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Technology Reseller News, and I'm very pleased to have with us today Dan Carella, who's the head of TransUnion's Telecommunications and Energy Vertical. Dan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Doug. Glad to be here. Well, I'm excited that uh, we were able to uh, talk to TransUnion, talk to you, Dan, about some of the really interesting work TransUnion is doing in this field. Uh, I think a lot of people know TransUnion is basically a credit reporting agency, but we're going to, about to learn you guys do a lot more, and a lot of the work you're doing is super uh, relevant and super important to the telecommunications industry, and especially in the area of fraud, which we're going to be examining today. But Dan, just to get us up to date, what does TransUnion offer today? Yeah, so it's a, I think, Doug, that's a, that's a great place to start. So as, as you had mentioned a few moments ago, uh, I think most people do think of TransUnion as a traditional credit reporting agency. Uh, but what I would like folks to know is that we have expanded well beyond that core competency uh, and, and have really moved into uh, all sorts of different aspects of business-to-business -business connections as well as the business-to-consumer connection. When I think about TransUnion today, we are really a global insight, uh, information, and analytics company. Uh, folks might not know, certainly the United States is our uh, primary marketplace, but we're actually in 30 countries on, on five different continents. So we, we are a pretty broad business. We touch every different market segment that's out there and industry that's out there. So let's uh, dive into the topic of, of notice. We're going to talk about fraud and we're going to talk about just how widespread it is amongst consumers. And then we'll start to connect the dots back to how TransUnion is helping both consumers, businesses, organizations, and more deal with this. So Dan, just tell us, you know, is this a widespread problem? Because I think you guys were part of a consumer report that says it is. Yeah, so uh, we just recently conducted a survey. It's our 2023 telecommunications consumer report. And uh, what we were really interested in learning was hearing directly from consumers as to their thoughts, their concerns, their attitudes on fraud in general, uh, identity protection, another huge area because these two are certainly entwined. Uh, and also uh, we wanted to learn from them what steps they were potentially taking to try and prevent fraudulent activities from occurring. Uh, and that's what the survey was about. <clears throat> and there were three big areas that, that had surprisingly high numbers, I thought anyways, in terms of percentage of consumers experiencing fraud attempts multiple times in a week. Yeah, so right around, uh, the, the results came back and right around uh, one third of all consumers are recognizing multiple fraud attacks every single week. And these fraud attacks are coming through all different types of what I'll call channels. It could be through voice um, with spam calls. It could be through SMS and, and, and text, and it could be through email. So they're seeing these fraud attacks coming through uh, all of these different channels. Um, I think another sort of interesting stat beyond the, the third everybody that sees multiple attacks a week is that over 50% of consumers are seeing fraud attacks on a quarterly basis. So, you know, when you start to extend that window uh, a little bit broader, uh, the numbers go up substantially. 
So, Dan, you know, uh, sitting where you are with TransUnion and, and, and looking at these uh, two verticals, telecommunications and energy, does this sort of start to undermine the viability of telecommunications itself? In other words, if consumers are experiencing this level of fraud attempt, um, does it start to degrade our ability as businesses and organizations to use telecom to communicate? It's a great question. And I think the short answer is no. Um, you know, I think that there's certainly a large amount of self-accountability, right? So I'll just use myself as an example. I need to be vigilant. I need to be thinking to some degree about malicious attempts to garner my information. But I also recognize as a consumer that I can't do it myself. And I think one of the results of the survey as well is that uh, consumers are looking for help to mitigate some of these uh, attacks that are occurring to them. And they're really looking through four different, I'll call them avenues. One are the carriers themselves, uh, and that is to help prevent some of the SMS and um, uh, texting uh, type fraudulent campaigns that are against them. They're also looking at uh, tech companies. Uh, and by tech companies, I'm specifically referring to companies that um, own a browser or own email exchanges. Uh, again, because of some attacks that uh, the phishing campaigns that, that come through that channel. I think there are also uh, consumers are looking at ISPs as a way to help them and certainly looking at device OEMs as well. And these, there's some crossover, of course, right? So nowadays, there's a lot of crossover between the wireless carriers and ISPs, for example. Topic for another day, interesting topic. Uh, but, but uh, you know, there's, there's certainly a lot of connection there. Um, and I think all of these um, areas of help then tie directly, Doug, to, to what you were talking about, um, which is what consumers are looking for to help try and prevent them, which is, which is products and solutions that these companies can can offer to them. So Dan, you know, in the survey we're, that we're discussing, you know, based on demographics, based on number of different things, age, income, different things, people looked at this differently. But one thing almost everyone agreed to at some level was that they were looking to the telecom industry, the carriers and so on as maybe offering some resources to mitigate this issue. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right, Doug. And uh, what I would say is that the, although the results tended to skew toward the carrier side, I think there was, from the consumer perspective now, I think there was some um, shared areas of uh, interest for them in terms of where they need that help. So the carriers, and, and the line in the sand that I'll draw is about a year. So if somebody is, uh, a, a consumer is new to a particular carrier, um, they tend to think around 37% or so of the folks that we surveyed believe that the carrier has primary responsibility in terms of helping them prevent fraudulent activities. If you then extend it out over a decade, that tends to grow, right? So over time, people become more reliant on the carrier, their wireless provider, to help them with some of the solutions here. If you then start to look at um, the other three areas in addition to carrier being a tech provider, an ISP and an OEM. What's interesting is that um, people, consumers also look at OEMs, much lower percentage, but over time, they look at the uh, original equipment manufacturer as being a primary, I'll say partner to them in again, preventing fraudulent activities. 
If you look at the tech side, which is the email providers, that decreases over time from the consumer perspective. They don't look at those types of companies as, as being truly helpful uh, in solving this problem for them. I'm not saying they are or aren't, it's just some of the feedback we received. And then if you look at the ISP side, it basically remains pretty flat. So, you know, whether it's one year or 10 year, roughly 20% of folks look at the, look toward the ISP as being their primary source of fraud prevention. So Dan, with that in mind, uh, let's come back to TransUnion. What, what do you guys offer our community in terms of maybe products and services they can use or in fact actually resell? Yeah, so, so the way that our business model works, particularly within my telecom world here, is we have a suite of different uh, products and solutions. Uh, we have uh, what we call the True Validate platform, uh, which encompasses all of our fraud prevention solutions. That platform itself uh, is, is delivered via an API, so it's very easy integration, and it has a series of different point solutions incorporated into that platform. Um, we have uh, six other solutions as well, uh, depending upon the functional area of responsibility at any one of our customer bases, right? So we've got True Audience, which is a marketing-based solution. Uh, we've got True Contact, which is our communication-based solutions. So if you are sitting within a contact center and you want to make sure that all of your outbound calls, for example, are branded with your name, or the name, if you're a third party contact center, uh, or the name of the company that you're working with uh, to try and increase call yield, increase uh, answer rates, we have these types of solutions that allow you to put your brand on all of those types of calls. So we really run the entire gamut. This, and what I didn't mention, which is also really interesting, going back to the survey, is we offer a suite of identity protection solutions as well. So if you're an HR buyer, you know, we can sell products to you to sell to to give to your employees, but you can also repackage some of those solutions and sell them to the consumers. So it sounds like there's also a little bit of white labeling opportunities here. There is a, a, absolutely, uh, particularly in the uh, consumer side. So Identity Force is our identity protection um, product, uh, and that uh, solution specifically has both a sell to and a sell through model associated with it. Um, so yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, it's when I think about, uh, the telcos in general, um, one of the things that I've noticed is they need to continually innovate, of course, but they also need to create differentiated products and having an identity type product to help sell to their customers or give to their customers. If that's the business model that they want to employ, um, is a differentiator. Uh, because it is something that can help prevent fraud, and it is an area that consumers are now gravitating towards. And is, is it also the case that uh, with you know TransUnion's brand representing uh, protection, is it is it also possible for a company to actually, in fact, use, say, hey, this is a service provided back by TransUnion that we're offering? Yeah, and, and we actually do that today. I, I, I'm not going to name the specific carrier, but but there is a major carrier that we work with and uh, they take our identity protection solution and uh, they commercialize it uh, on a white label basis to their customers. They also offer it uh, on a non-commercialized, I'm sorry, a non-white label basis to their own employees as well. So you can go both ways. So it looks you like there's a lot ways. of opportunities. 
Yeah, absolutely. Which makes it exciting, right? Well, Dan, I really want to thank you for joining me today on this uh, brief podcast on this really important issue. And very importantly, to learn more about what TransUnion is doing in the telecom field, the telecom fraud field, telecom fraud mitigation. And I think, frankly, you know, some of the opportunities for many of our readers and listeners to maybe work with your company more closely. Where can we learn more about these resources? Well, I think, thank you, Doug, first off, for, for having me on the podcast. I've really enjoyed myself and, and, and certainly look forward to uh, follow-up conversations with you. Um, to directly answer your question, best place to go would be uh, transunion.com. Uh, when you're on the website, there's a business-to-business section. Uh, and you will find plenty of information about our various solutions. Uh, and you will also find plenty of information about all of the industries and sectors that we cater to, whether it's the telecommunications space, the energy space, or, or financial services and insurance, for example. Well, Dan, I am looking forward to our next podcast. I know we're going to be doing more. 